Hello and welcome to the match report, the first of the season. Mm. Kojo, how you doing, sir? I've had better days, man. I've had better days. But, better um, weekends, better weekends. I better say. weekends. Monday's a lovely day, though. This Monday's been lovely. Woke up well, had some food from the dad, you know, everything's good. How about you, man? It's been a good weekend. I feel, I feel like Alpha, Alpha knows knows the feeling. So it's, all, it's always good when, when, you, when your team wins on the weekend, but we'll get into that later, won't we? We'll word, definitely get word. into that later. Alpha, how you doing, sir? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good, man. Like yourself, it's, 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 it's been a nice Monday, you know? So, yeah, like you said, when your team wins on Friday, like it, it, it sets a tone. So, yeah, I'm feeling nice, man. Feeling nice. Thanks for having me on, man. I can't lie. This is this is dope. This is good. Um, and yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it still. Ish, how you doing, sir? Footballing was, uh, I've been better. I can't lie, but listen, yeah, I just want to echo what Alpha is saying. It's good to be on the show. Big up you guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, I I got a lot to say in it. I'll, let me, I'll get all the pleasantries out of the way. I got a lot to talk about about my team. So I'll let you run your intros and then yeah. <laughs> The intros are done, but we're gonna get we're gonna go from in chronological order from the best team to the worst team, of course. Wow. We'll start <laughs> with with wow. us, Alpha. Let's start with us because we yeah. deserve it. It's been it after man. after that, that disappointing last season. It's always good. Oh, yo, is that yeah, me? Out? Is... I feel like I cut out. Yeah, you cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're oh, back I say it's always good to get a win against Crystal Palace. Yeah, word, word. It is, man. It is, especially, especially how the last trip, how that went down when when we lost three 0 and that was like the beginning of of losing. Like, um, I think it was gone again. Can you hear me, bro? I'm honestly, I have no idea what's going on, but I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> Don't worry, keep going. If anything, I'll, I'll take over the question. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, right, cool. But yeah, man, no, it was a, it was a good win, man. Um, especially after what happened last season, after that three 0 spanking, like that was that was a good win and it was a good test, you know. Um, I think the I think the first half, like I say, like the first twenty five minutes of that first half, it was it was it was it was a high high level. Like it was doing some stuff that was really really encouraging. As the as the game went on. Especially when it got to the second half, we we lost control a bit in that game. But then when we got, once we got the second goal, um, that that kind of settled things down and we got the win and stuff, you know. So I think that was a good confidence win for the boys, you know. And and it just sets the tone and shows everyone that we're gonna win the league. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even keep the straight face. You're saying it. In fact, you're laughing. It, just, it means it's all right. It means it's all right. I don't Nah, I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm not allowed to play. Game week one, isn't it? Game week one. Arsenal start start the season with with, uh, uh, on top of the league, so why can't we finish it there, man? That's what I was saying. I was saying. But I'm going to get into into a few players that that really did uh, impress me. I'm going to start with uh, Gabriel Jesus. I know his first 25 minutes, he was absolutely on another level. Proper, proper. When he was cutting through cutting through the team and like he nutmeg, I don't know who it was and then done a quick like switch right to left and then couldn't get the shot off. I was like, whoa, like this is, this guy is looking crazy. So yeah, I definitely agree with you on that one, man. He was looking crazy, you know. He was crazy. He was, he was hungry. It looked like he had a point to prove and that, that I feel like going forward is going to well, help us massively because uh, one, we wanted, uh, well, obviously wanted to score goals. I wanted to score as many goals as, as humanly possible. But, the intensity that he bought, the, the the pressing that he bought, 
it was something that we we very much missed last season with 100%. a certain Frenchman that we shall not name anymore. So <laughs> bunning, bro. Absolutely bro, bunning. Like that. Um, like that. <laughs> but nah, uh, it was uh it was a very, very good performance and uh, a lot more a lot more to come. I, I hope from from uh from uh, Jesus, Saliba as well. I'm gonna come oh, to you, Coach. I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you, Coach, and we're going back to you, uh, Alpha, because you you are you are the, the man for defenders, and you you love you love a good defender. And uh, what do you say? Uh, what do you rate his performance out of ten? Oh, that's a strong nine out of ten for me. And the reason I say that is because, um, what I like about our centre back in this era, there's not many of them. I love uh, centre-backs that like to go for challenges. And when I say that, I'm talking about aerial balls. I'm talking about when the ball's going into the feet of someone that likes to hold the ball up or likes to get in behind. He was immediately there. He was chasing them. If that's if they were in behind him, he was in front of them. If he was anticipating, he was challenging every ball in the air. When Matata came on, he wasn't faced by the challenge. Um, he dealt with Zaha when Zaha came at him as well. Helped out um, Ben White very, very well on the right side when he needed to. You know, and more than anything, it was just his reading of the game. It looked like when there was things happening, he was always the first to react. So he looked like the senior defender in that team, despite obviously having a two-year loan away in France. Um, so, you know, it, it was super impressive. Super, super impressive. I think um, for me and Kale speaking, we've we've always known that he's been a good defender. We've always known that. Um, I didn't know to what extent because obviously not being a gunner, <clears throat> I haven't watched him. Excuse me. <clears throat> I haven't watched him. You're choking um, up over talk about Saliba. I love it, man. He makes everybody listen. emotional. He makes me emotional. <laughs> My throat was gone in it. I don't do choking up. There's some people that do choking up, but we'll get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, no, he was just so assured in his defending, and that's that's the one thing I want to see. If you're if you're new to the league, I know he's been an Arsenal player for a, long, a, a while now, but he's definitely new to the league. His first game in the Premier League, he looked like someone that had been there for a while and knew of the challenge that was coming his way against um, Palace and no more no matter the, the challenge I mean you're not going to get much from Ayu but Ateta um, Mateta rather is um mm. is a challenge because he's quite physical and he mm -hmm. didn't shy away from that and too much to the point where I feel like he was he was taking the challenges that were meant for Gabriel which isn't a bad thing with Gabriel Gabriel didn't do bad it's just everywhere the ball went Saliba was there straight away he was ready to take on challenges he was ready to anticipate things so no honestly it was a it's a brilliant performance. Obviously, there will be harder challenges in this league. You know, top, um, much better strikers and forwards are going to come his way. But it's not a bad start. It's a very, very good start. So, um, credit to him, man. He deservedly got managed, man of the match as well. So, credit to him, man. I'll say that alpha, man. Uh, those two, I'm, now I'm not, I'm, I'm, we've got loads of podcasts. So I'm not the biggest fan of Arteta. Let's just get that one out of the way. <laughs> I understand um, it. I understand it. I understand it. Fair enough. But on, on that, he seemed to have, uh, he did his thing with with uh, letting Saliba go away for for a season, and for him to come back and you know, to be reintroduced into the side, a more mature defender. Yeah, I can't lie. Um, it, it it makes sense. It makes sense after that performance on on Friday. It made so much sense, and everything Kojo said was just bang on, spot on. And I think as an Arsenal fan, for the last like three years since we signed him, and him not playing, and when. He didn't play for that half of the season and then we shipped him off to Nice and then going back on loan. It was rocky because, like you guys know, like we all, we knew this guy is a quality, quality centre-back. Better than Holden. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So, for him to come in... <laughs> <laughs> honestly. But for him to come and do that, um, first game, 
there's obviously, like Kojo said, there's going to be much more challenges, but I think that's a very good foundation for him to build upon. And um, and Arteta and Edu got it right, and 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 well done to them. And I think, yeah, because Mikel and Edu are quite new in their roles, like obviously Arteta's his first role, Edu's his first like technical advisor role in Europe. Um, they're both they both were learning on the job and making some mistakes, and they're learning on the job as well. So with that one, they got it right because honestly, if they if they sold him, ah uh, ah. Uh, then ah uh, yeah, then I would be so much more on get Arteta out mm-hmm. than as I am now. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, they got that one right, and and well done, well done to them, man. So yeah, they once they lock him up on a new contract, then boy, that's a that's a real real good sign. There we go. Now we're talking about centre backs here-ish. So William Saliba, and uh, he, he seems like the the guy that's going to take the throne away from a certain uh, Dutch defender in uh, in in Liverpool's corner. <laughs> But nah, are, are we are we getting uh, are Arsenal fans getting uh, ahead of themselves? Oh, it, one, it was just one performance, but I'd say to counter that for the past like two years, defender of the season in in Liga, which may not be a, uh, a top prize, but it is 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 a good sign. Mm. Yeah, I he's, think he's, um... he's quality. He is quality, but and I want to touch on something that Kojo said as well because Kojo was saying how he likes to, he's very engaging as a defender and he like he's very front footed, and I do think that with Van Dijk's style like laying back, people call him Van Delegate and all of that. He's kind of set the precedence of defenders <laughs> to not really want to defend like that. They all want to be good on the ball now, all want to be spraying passes like, like Anderson was doing, just all game, just spraying balls. Mm. So I do think, I like that from Saliba, I do like that from him a lot. But at the same time, it's one game. As good as Crystal Palace are, as tough as Selhurst Park is to go to, especially Friday night under the lights, it's Palace. Like, especially going forward, they don't offer a lot. They're a very physical side. They've got threat from the wings. Obviously, they're playing Eze in midfield as well. But going forward, then it's not a quality nine. If he does that against a Harry Kane, then we're talking, or Haaland, then I can really start to believe. But he's quality. He's young as well. And like like mm-hmm. um, Alpha was saying, you lot get better getting snapped up because if it gets to like 18 months left, left on his deal, the, uh. the, big, the bigger teams will be in for him. No problem. 50 million, 60 million. Like, that's 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 calm. You'll see him for mm-hmm. Fana, his, his old centre-back partner meant to be going to Chelsea for what 85 mm-hmm. they're as good as each other if anything you can say Saliba was the one who was more sort of sought after so it's a one where like Arsenal better just as good as he is right now just let's just let's just relax on that but I'm interested to see what happens to Ben White this season because right back I don't think that's his position really you went and I, dropped yeah, 50 games on him he's not a right back in it he, he no, did he's all not right, right back. there he did he's all right, right there back. like you said Saliba was helping him out a lot but he's not a right back He's definitely not a modern day fullback as well. So he did all right. Like, but, but to be honest, he was getting skinned alive by Wilfred Zaha on some occasions. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Do you, just, do you think so? He's already dead. Just I leave felt him sorry alone. for him. I felt sorry for him because they obviously seen that Anderson, or the tactic was to Anderson just to get the ball out of his seat, ping it. So every time it happens, you know Zaha's going to do you for pacing it. And I'm just seeing Ben White's head and his face just looking shook. Just he's seen mm. the ball going over his head. He's like, rah, rah, I've got to run after this guy again. So he did, he did okay, but you just want to drop 50 M's on them. So I just want to see, I'm interested to see what his development is now. Because for me, your partnership is Gabriel and Saliba going forward. There's, there's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that at all. So it's just like, that's going to be an interesting narrative this season. Obviously Arteta, 
this all or nothing documentary is getting me a bit gassed on him a little bit. I'm kind of feeling Arteta at the moment. I can't even lie. I'm feeling the, the little stories is coming into training with the little the little anecdotes. You, you heard about so that heart surgery, man. You just didn't know. Oh, I saw it and I was like, you know what? It was all over me. I was like, nah, shut up, man. All or nothing and after you got nothing. That, 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 that's what that's what that's nah, he's got pieces. He's got he's got pieces at Arsenal. So I'm gonna Arsenal, they're one to watch this season. A lot of people having him for for nailed on top four. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. But the Europa League thing, it's going to be interesting to see how you sort of navigate the mm. two competitions because you can't exactly just throw one out the way because you've not had silverware for 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 a long time. So I don't I don't know I don't know how you're going to play that. Have you got a squad? Have you got? Do you need to make more signings? Or I, I, it's going to be an interesting end to the window, I think, for for Arsenal definitely. No. I believe so too. Now, Alpha man, there's Liverpool fan. Mate, it was negative at the end. Negative about Saliba there. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna probably bring back the positivity. Arsenal. It was a very good. It was a very mature performance. I'd say. You know, I do agree that with Ish that they were kind of toothless, and it's. I think they only had about like two preseason games as well. So I don't think they were mm. pretty much up for it. But regardless, I felt like Arsenal were very comfortable, and with Saliba in the back back line. Very comfortable. That's the word that's comes to. It all just comes to a very uh, what's it? Just chilled. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we, we have to stress that much. Nah, 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 nah. I think um, I think the second half it was um, it was a bit like it was a bit edgy at times, but um, but after we ride that we rode that wave and like got that second goal it was like it was good. It was good. Like just locked in the win, you know. So yeah, man. All round it was good, man. I guess the only thing really, um. Just older guard shooting, like I was. That was, <laughs> but, uh, it, there was, it was a, a couple of times. There was, was yeah. It was like know. it was like just shoot, just shoot. Yeah. You know, um, but 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 yeah, man. It's only the first game in it, so it's it's good foundations, and yeah, hopefully he just licks off them shot. And Arteta, yeah, man. He's um, he's. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not on the hate Arteta anymore. Um, I, I like him. But this season, uh, it's 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 all or nothing. This season, like he's got a. It is all or nothing. Like, <laughs> yeah, he well. spent too much money now. He spent too much. You can't spend three hundred m's and and just be like, oh, one more year. Like, nah, bro. The lights yeah. are on. Yeah, yeah. The lights yeah. are on big time. Yeah, for real. So. I would say I would say the eyes are a bit more because obviously last year I keep saying last year. I don't think at the beginning of the season last year the expectation was to get top four from most of Arsenal fans or the board. But when you're in a position to get it, you know, and you're very much clear of everybody else in that position, he should have got top four. That was yeah. not good. Yeah. So you've added more quality. Um, Zinchenko, Gabriel Jesus, Saliba's back into the team, Vieira, you know. So now you have to make the push. And the thing is, this is football because Tottenham have also added to their team. Um, certain other clubs have as well. Um, so, you know, the pressure of football means... Yes, all of these teams are aiming for the same the same goal. Who's going to get it? You know, mm. so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, also with Chelsea there as well. So it's interesting to see who. I was going to say I'm watching Tommy T this year. You know, I'm watching. Oh, him oh trust me, we'll get boy, to him as well. Anyhow, they don't get top four. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm we'll waiting. get to him. We'll waiting. definitely get to him. <laughs> shall we get to who's, who? Shall we go for next? Because I'm going to get the fixtures up. Because Friday was such what such a, such a joyous day. I just don't want to move on from, but we have to move on. It's been 15 minutes, so we're gonna to have to move on. It was a joyous uh, Friday, but let's get to Saturday. Let's get to you ish. Uh, Fulham two, Liverpool two. Unexpected is a word that comes to mind. 
Um, for multiple reasons, because as Kojo knows, I'm not the biggest Alexander Mitrovic fan, and no, he managed not. to bag a brace against Liverpool. Bro, we made him good. look like Ronaldo, like we made him look like Rivaldo, bro. Listen ah. for the penalty. I'll 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 speak on Virgil in a second, but I'm I'm not happy. I'm not, I'm not happy, bro. I mean, let's get into it, Ishwa. Mitch, we made Mitrovic look like a world beater. They went up twice. Fulham, a team that is deservedly so. Let's just get that so, yeah, they, 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 they so. played they well. They played some decent football. Who's their, who's their coach right now? It's Scott Parker. Marco it's, it's, it's Marco Silva. No, Marco Silva. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're playing nice. So with Scott Parker, they would have got battered. But no, Marco Silva. <laughs> at the now. No, but, facts, facts, facts. I mean, it's, let's get into the gripes, man. You, you you mentioned Van Dyke in that penalty. Let's 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 get into that one. What happens? Let's let, 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 let I can't even get my words out, bro. Let's go back to the start if you feel don't mind. Because that first 10 15 minutes, I was horrified. I was, I was, they were winning first balls, second balls, third balls. I'm seeing Thiago get rushed off the ball. I'm seeing Fabinho getting hooked at like 55 minutes. I, I just, I, bro, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They scored the first goal, Trent. Please, brother, like you lost us. Well, I, I won't say you lost us, you cost us the Champions League final. By not checking behind you, yeah. First game of the season. Are you telling me all preseason you weren't working on your game or anything? That's a big flaw in your game. Checking your back post when when crosses are coming in. Mm. First game you're getting dunked on. He didn't look once to see Mitrovic. Mitrovic just looked at him. Right, said, "Cool, you're picky. You're my piggyback right now. Let me just <laughs> let me just use his leverage to get the ball. You're gonna stay there like a little one of them little cones in training." He didn't even see the ball going in the net the whole time. All now he's facing the fans. He's looking at the fans' reaction. They're all going mad. Then he sees the ball going. How can you tell me across is coming in? You don't see the ball going in it. That already tells me your positioning is just way off, way, way off. I can't even really get onto clock. A lot of a lot of Liverpool fans are trying to get onto clock for this one, but for me, I just saw complacency. The players rocked up on uh, nice, nice Sunday afternoon, Putney Bridge, thought they're just gonna turn up, get the three points, and then just bounce out again. It don't work like that. First game of the season against a newly promoted side, you've got to turn up from minute one, at least keep the keep the fans quiet. That's just basic from 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 grassroots to Premier League, you go away to, it's not even a tough away ground. You go away to an away ground, try and silence the crowd early doors. Don't let them get, don't let them get in, get in, the, get in the game, become the, the 12th man in that. Mm. Bro, it, just, it wasn't good enough. It was not good enough at all. And listen, he's my captain and I love him. Yeah. I love him as a leader and, and as a person, he's a, he's a fantastic human being. But this Let's guy, number 14, cannot start as a number eight in my midfield anymore. I can't see it, bro. Uh, I know Cody has got a lot to say about his midfield, but brother, Hendo started to get into that Scott McTominay category of just like, I don't even want to see you on the team sheet anymore. This is how it's getting right now. In the eight, as a six, he's good. As an eight, my man will just play blind crosses to nobody. There's no one in the box. He's just playing balls for no reason. For one of them, he almost on a cartwheel got dispossessed. They said before the actually the first goal, he's at fault. Man said he got fouled. You, you got your footsteps on. That's not a foul. Carry on. You're on the floor on your back. You're watching Mitrovic go and get a goal. Second, second goal. He's 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 there again, losing the ball. It's just like, bro, like, come on, man. You're meant to be the captain. You don't even have to be the best player, but at least like don't get dunked on by Fulham in the first game of the season. Thiago as well got injured. Bro, like. I said from the jump, it's not a ma- it's not if, it's when Thiago gets injured. My man could not even give us a full 90 minutes, bro. Full 90 minutes. I'm hearing he's out to the World Cup now. Like, 
It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. I don't know if that's confirmed. You man are all looking like right. Yeah, I, mean, I heard he like he might be acting. <laughs> yeah. <a while>. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it's peak, bro. It's peak. It's peak. It's peak. But again, how can we be surprised? This guy has never been robust in his whole career. True. He's a fantastic footballer. He's mm. never ever. He's played thirty games in a season once in the last eight seasons. Like you know what you're gonna get from him. So it's just mm. like we've got in this situation. We don't have the right midfielders. Clock beginning of the season is telling me we've got 10 midfielders. All right, cool. But five of them are injury prone. What now? <clears throat> I'd rather be in City situation. City got a small squad, you know. City squad is very, very small. But their players are A, quality, and B, other than um, KDB, they're not really that injury prone. You know you can rely on on, on Rodri to play the full season, no matter what. Gundo, all right, he picks up. He had, he's had a couple of bad knee injuries, but since then he's kind of been pretty robust. Bernardo, you know that these guys are there week in, week out. What have we got? Naby, don't know what's going to happen. Curtis, they're not even saying how long this injury is going to be. Thiago, you know what you're going to get. Fabinho, that, our whole midfield is like, you don't know if you're going to get a full season out of them. Just one month, they're out. All of a sudden, they're on a random. I feel like, like you need just... to step within those asthma pumps, to be honest with you. Maybe, maybe, Bro, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, because since... For, for some muscle injuries, you know? Yeah, since 2021, the asthma pump's been running out. We need to go and get, we need to go get a re-up. <laughs> it's, it's looking mad right now, bro. If you don't sign a midfielder by the end of this window... Sorry, I know I've gone on a bit of a rant, but if you don't sign a midfielder by the end of this window, then the title is looking... It's not looking good. It's already I mean, not looking great. But it's not really not looking good then. So I... um, before before you even came on, you were talking that you were talking about fine margins and and with this city team and especially with what happened last season. Yeah, yeah. I know you're not counting yourself out, but this must have this this had to be a big blow considering Fulham are well they're relegation candidates. Okay, well, do you know what it is? It's not even the the points is that that yeah because if we look back to last season, we look at Brentford away, Brian at home gave away a two goal lead. Like we had silly draws last season, we didn't need to. This will fall into that category this season as well. But for me, it's the performance. But like you can't go to Fulham, I'm sorry, and get bopped off the park like that. The new signing they just got, Paulinho, is just dunking over Thiago in midfield. Like I know he's a decent player, but that that can't happen. That cannot run. The only saving grace for me is when Darwin came on. He looked like he's ready in it. He looked like he's ready. The technical ability. Like, we won't say too much on that, but you know he's he's a problem in it. He's he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna eat this season. As but long as he's like, nobody cares about that Lukaku's first touch, man. Nobody nah. cares. Do you know what it is though? We've got we've got Jota as well, who's kind of like that. And we're used to a Firmino thing where all right, you might not get goals, but you're linking the thing together. So we're gonna need to really reassess our tactics because whereas we don't have creativity in midfield, we now don't have a striker who's who's got the best hold up players. So it's just like the middle of the park's now looking a bit mad all of a sudden. So we need to, we need Thiago back, which is not going to happen anytime soon, it's sounding like. And we also need another midfielder who can get into the box, get goals. You look at City last season, won the league on the last day, De Bruyne, Gundogan, that's it. Two midfielders affecting stuff in the final third. We don't have that. We've never really had that. So it's just like, I'm, I can, I think this, what's getting Liverpool fans so angry is like, to everyone else, it's just, our oh, two points dropped in it. But to us, it's, bro, this is stuff we've been talking about all summer long. We need a midfielder. We need this. We need that. And the first, the very first game of the season, Thiago's injured. And we see in the midfield that there's serious deficiencies in there. So it's just like, we all saw this all summer. And we can see how the next 37 games are going to go, potentially. Like, And I can't I can't sit here at the end of the season and be like, oh, we lost by a point again. If only we had this, if only we had that. Because it's like, yo, I saw this coming. We all saw this coming. I don't know more than Klopp. I don't know more than FSG. But I can see the stuff that's happening before it's going to happen. So... Listen, strap it. Well, I've been saying all summer to the Liverpool fans, just strapping in it. It's gonna be. It might have to be a cup thing again. We might have to just see another <laughs> another clean sweep of the cups. Maybe we have to get a little Champions League in there as well because the league. 
I don't know, bro. I really don't know. I said Harlem might might struggle to adapt, but nope. that was just for thinking. <laughs> that was just thinking. I said he might get around 15 goals. Man's got two already, so it's just like, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Liverpool it's, it's fans long. stressed on the first day, Kojo. It's long. Crazy. It's long. They don't know stress, man. They don't know stress, man. They don't know stress. No, but Kojo, there's levels to it. Your stress is, is just embedded now i don't even know what that kind of stress is you're just <laughs> i said to you earlier in it i think i honestly think manchester united as we know it benito is done it's no. done but my one no, like, um, i'm used to seeing good times so it's, it's a bit it's i mean that, that's crazy. okay i mean we're both kind of half right because we've also i've seen fantastic times and you've seen roy hodgson so it's been a bit of <laughs> now it's your time exactly it's your time exactly. to feel it's it it's your time to for your opinion um, for your previous <laughs> sin, bro. um uh, no look um, that was a very, very poor performance. Obviously, I, I think you, you, because you have enough quality, you can get a draw. That's a good thing for Liverpool. You know that you know because you, you got your Salah there. Darwinius can come in and make an impact. He's he's not the cleanest of footballers, but he's done with a problem regardless. You know, so you've got him there as well, and obviously your your wing backs, your full backs, whatever you want to call them. But yeah, a lot of deficiencies were shown. Now, I don't know if it's an early season thing. This could be one game, and then you go and steamroll passing this before uh, this, um, this 10 um, um, opponents. You know, you could go and win 10 out of 11 for the start of the season. It's all back to, you know, smiles again and everything. But this game alone, it kind of highlighted a few things that I don't like about not only just Liverpool players, but a lot of footballers now and what's happening in general. The Trent thing, what worried me about that is, again, as soon as that goal was conceded, and a lot of people, I think in my opinion, rightfully so, again, as a trend for the lack of back post defending, obviously you pointed that out earlier as well, because it's not the first time. Last season, I believe, I forgot what the opponent you had, but they had a corner and it was coming mm. his direction. But not only was he not on his toes to maybe just head it out or maybe guide it away, he just didn't look around what oh, to yeah, so it was towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think about the And even, bro, even yeah. the final, the last game of the season, Vinicius yeah. just crept them behind him. It's yeah. just like, bro, like come on. All I'm saying is, I know you, make, I know people make mistakes. It happened, but when we see the same mistake over and over again, it's just like, who, who, a, who's putting this out to you? And b, bro, working your game a little bit. Everything mm. else going forward, you've you clocked it, bro. You you clocked it. Just mm. just yeah. sort out the sort out the basics, man. Sort out and the this basics, is this is, where yeah. it's, this is where it's jarring for me because, you know, you've pointed out see, about the Champions League final, for example. Look. Um, the comment and the argument will always be that you know what he takes going forward out sort of outweighs what he does going backwards but it's like he plays in a defensive position primarily Thank so you. no matter what he does going forward i'm not taking that away from him because that's he's phenomenal older, Kojo. that's a liverpool fan agreeing with it that's crazy but anyway oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just to <laughs> he also going forward he's, he's prone to have a stinker as well in that film game he lost possession 38 times yeah yeah so he did. it's like all right cool you can say he's great going forward but once in a blue moon, he'll drop a stinker going forward and and defensively as well. So it's just mm. like, give me something, bro. Give me, give me, give me basics at the very, very least. But yeah, precisely. And yeah. you know, um, his passing was a bit off in the game as well, as you saw. Um, so you know, defensively, because uh, you're right back, right, even if you're right wing back, I, the fact that you are part of a defensive line, I know what you take going forward, but you need to be able to be, to be able to defend, and that's mm. what stopped me from adding him to. To the list of the great, because I think he'll be when he can see his time he retires later on. He got so many years ahead of him. He will be known as one of the greatest right backs in Premier League history, and 
you know, you never know. It might even be all time on the trajectory. <clears throat> he's got a lot of trophies to his name right now. You know, he's getting a lot of numbers, and you know, people in football love the numbers as well, so he tops it up. But you know, the one thing that other right backs that we speak about in history and in Premier League history as well had as the top ones is that they were able to defend in their position. Mm. And I need him to add that to his game. If he adds that to his game, you are talking about maybe one of the most complete right backs we've seen because he's passing the second to none. He can strike a ball well. He can take set pieces. So the one thing he needs to improve on is the one is the one position that he plays in. And whether Liverpool fans like to hear it or not, it can cost you like it did in the Champions League final, like you're saying. Even the, some of the games that you, uh, I forgot what game it was. I think you dropped points in that game. I don't know. I don't know how much closer it would have brought you to City. I don't know if you would have won that game if he, that goal didn't go in. But it's it's a discussion to be had. Um, with Van Dijk, um, Kale will tell you as well because when he was at Southampton, I think I was calling him like the second or third best defender in the Premier League at the time. I thought the guy was a monster. I was waiting for him to make that big move. It just made me very angry that that big move was to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. But what I don't mm-hmm. like, what I don't like at times from him is I I do respect his ability to read the game and his anticipation at times, but you have to get closer. You just have to get closer to your opponent. It is You cannot give opponents too much space, no matter who they are. We saw it with Josh De Silva this weekend at Leicester, which mm. was later on. We saw it with um, um, Brighton, uh, I think it was their second goal. When Luke Shaw didn't get close enough, someone had a shot from the right side. It listen, was palmed out. Luke Shaw performance. Oh, oh listen, listen. We'll, we'll get, get there. into oh, it. Yeah. This guy. We'll get there. Bro, I just um, heard his name and I was just like, nah, nah, nah. nah. Oh, I know. Trust me. I trust me. He, he, he's, he's the he's the tutorial on how to not be a left back. Um, <laughs> and then you've got, um, you know, Pascal Gross coming in as well. It just happens so many times, even for mm. Tottenham as well. There's a um for Sissignor's goal, Kulisevsky, someone who's proven his quality was allowed to cross the ball in. You know, mm. it's like you have to get closer to your opponents. And it's that's why I said I'm not just saying it's a Liverpool thing, because in football in general today, you see a lot of defenders that just don't know how to or are hesitant to approach their their counterpart. And for me, it's even if you concede a foul or a penalty. I would rather you do that than just allow them to create an opportunity easily for in themselves. the box. You're, just well, making yeah. it, you're making it far too easy for them. So, you know, Van Dijk needs to work on that. And th- there's nothing wrong with saying that because he's not the perfect defender. There's no such thing as the perfect defender because one of my favorite defenders of all time is Maldini. And he told you he made mistakes. And when he made mistakes, he recognized why. So he had to try and rectify them the next time. So, you know, he, he's not going to be perfect, but it's these small margins that stop you winning from winning games. And, who knows if you didn't concede that penalty, maybe you could have come with a 2 1 win, a 3 1 yeah. win, because you got the quality going forward. Um, yeah. but no, I have to give credit to Fulham finally before we move on because yeah, Fulham pressed so well, they so, played so, so very well. well, so so well. And one player I'm going to shout out right now, and I hope there's um, some people that are in a group chat of mine, my night group chat. I said the name, I hope one of them is watching right now. Jao Paulinho, I don't care that he's joined Fulham from Sporting Lisbon, I'm a big Sporting Lisbon stan, I'm just going to say that right now. That might be because Ronaldo came from there and from the outside watching them. That is the only reason. The reason why it might be. <laughs> speculation. But I started watching them from 2007 by a speculation. But um, 2007, no. bro, when Porto was winning Champions Leagues, you were supporting Sport in Lisbon. All right. No, I didn't, wait, wait, I didn't say support. I said I was watching. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But no, look, he is, he's so good at pressing and he's so good at reading the game. So when it comes to defensive situations, he's very comfortable. He is not the cleanest on the ball. I can always acknowledge that. But sometimes you got to take what they're good at and then just sort of what the things they're limited at, make sure they do it very quickly so you don't have to um, make up for what they lack. 
you know, yeah. and that's how you get players around them. And May United fans, for example, we don't rate Andres Pereira, but they complement each other because Pereira's a bit more clean on the ball. So even though he's not the most gifted footballer in terms of he's not like a superstar, he knows how to do the simple things on the ball. He's a decent passer of the ball. That's what Fulham needed. And they've got, so they've got a bit of balance in the midfield. They've got a bit of um, balance going forward as well. And at the back as well, they had defenders that knew when to tackle, when to do this and do that. It wasn't an easy day for Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, I have to credit Fulham as well because they, they deserve that draw. I yeah. mean, they deserve yeah. three points if you yeah, are. They deserve to win. Yeah, exactly. They, they deserve to win, bro. They even I'm, I'm, the post I'm, as well. I'm, exactly, they did. But I'm from the school where, you know, unfortunately, if you can see the goals, it, it, it's just where it has to be, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but credit to Fulham. Um, it's a better start to the Premier League season than they've had in recent years. So, um, yeah, more power to them. We're taking bets on Alexander Mitrovic over How many goals he's getting? Another 40. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He scored, he scored against Liverpool, man. The, the mighty Liverpool. Uh, Champions League uh, uh, runners-up. Premier League runners-up. Not a bad I, but, uh, team to get your, your... And then runners up in there. That's what I'm hearing, runners I, up. I don't, I don't I, feel... The FA Cup winners, Carabao Cup winners. That doesn't mean anything. That's, it doesn't that's, mean that's, anything. You're, you're crying for that right now. You're begging for that right now. Cup double. <laughs> but no, Mitrovic, let's go to you, Alpha. I don't feel like he's ever had like the, um like that consistent run like in the Prem, like if I'm honest. Mm. You know, um so... Like, even when he's at Newcastle, I don't think he had, like, a proper, like, run in the side and whatnot. Even when Fulham came back, he, he wasn't really playing. So, if he gets a good run, like, he can score 15 minimum. Like, 15 minimum, you know. I, I think he can. I mean, if a man is scoring 40-whatever goals in the championship, then you definitely know how to score goals. You, you know what I'm saying? You just need to um do that in the Prem. And he's experienced in the Premier as well. So I think if he's consistent, gets a good run in, I think he can get 15 minimum, you know? So, yeah, that, that's 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 me. And the guy is a bit of a monster. Like, he, he you see he can head, like, yeah. he, he can run. Like, I'm not going to lie, I do think the penalty was a li little soft, you know? But, you know, um, when you when you try, like, your luck can come off, whatever. But, um, but yeah, man, in general, I think you can get 15 goals, like, minimum, consistently, yeah. Now there's now we we do have to move on, but there's no Spurs representation on it, so we can always we, we'll spend like five minutes on Spurs. It doesn't really, <laughs> okay. it doesn't, it doesn't okay. really matter. <laughs> but they did win four one on it's the uh, on the weekend. Uh, goals, of course, from Sessegnon, Dyer, Kulusevski. Who else got that? Who got the four? Oh, and it's an own goal from Salisu, wasn't it? Bro, do you see that own goal? Uh, that's match fixing. I that's match fixing. fixing. That's <laughs> match fixing. Was not, the ball was not going in the net. How did it, did it end up in the net? Let me, let me tell you, yeah, you guys, you guys, can call it, you guys can call it match fixing, but I, I, I am ashamed to say this, but I have to say it. Ghanaian defenders, yeah, have this gene. <laughs> they have this gene where it's just... Man said Ghanaian. I don't know how to describe it, bro, because I'm hoping this guy does not do this for my country in the World Cup, but brother... Uh, there's a Ghanaian defensive gene that just makes them be complete, complete idiot. I, I don't know why. Behavior. That was mad. I that don't was... know why he thought it was. In fact, I just don't know why. I don't know why that even it became a goal in the first It was play. bad. It was bad. But, man. It was bad. Yeah. But but they go off for Tottenham, as, as hard as it is like to, to like even admit and stuff, they go off to a good start, man. Like, like 4 1 came from behind. Like, it pains me to say it, but they look good. They they, they look yeah. good. Like I can't, I can't even lie, they look good. You know, like I'm not the words saying they're gonna be challenging for the prem. Not happening. I, 
No, I'm not going to say it's not. I'm not going to say it's not happening. I'm not going to say it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm not going to say it's not happening. But not happening. but they are looking all right. Alpha. Alpha, looking, look at me. Listen, Alpha. I know, bro. Alpha, look at me, bro. Kale's <laughs> <laughs> not having it. It's not happening. I hear you, bro. I hear. They'll be I'm, closer though. I won't be like twenty I, points behind second. I think they'll be third. I think, I think they'll, they'll be finish third. Honestly. I think they I have a good chance. They're much more. They're in a better position to finish third than Chelsea right now. I can say that. I can honestly say that. You know, I um, say it's all down to Conte though. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred. If Conte's not there, then I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this right now, because like, mm. that guy knows how to win. He like he's got his system. Like he's got the players. Well, majority. Some Tottenham fans probably disagree, but but they could finish strong third. Like they could finish strong third. You know. Um, and the thing is, yeah, as well, like. What you're saying is like the margins are so are so slim, like in the title race. Like if Liverpool are dropping points and they win, like it's a problem. But but listen, it's the first game of the season. Let me not get carried away and stuff in it. Like there's so many much more games to go. It's Southampton, Southampton, was crazy. <laughs> they, 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 they wasted, they they wasted a James Ward Prowse goal from open play. Like come on now, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a season as well. Yeah, there's one, and it was a banger as well. It was a absolute banger. It was it was well taken still. But it is what it is. Uh, Everton were in action as well on the weekend. They faced Chelsea at Goodison Park. They lost. Horrible game. Horrible game of football. Horrible game. Horrendous, yep. Saturday night as well. That how I was pissed off by the end of it. I was just like, <laughs> what a game, waste bro. of ninety minutes, man. Awful, awful. Yeah. Game. Mm. I mean, they both teams looked uh, lackluster. I would say Sterling. Uh, played pretty well, and uh, uh, Gordon as well for for Everton. He, he had he had a decent game, but it was very tame. I mean, nobody really wanted to take their chances. It came down to who gave that penalty away. It was a stupid tackle. I can't remember. Where he ran into the back of him. Not not the only time this weekend somebody's ran to ran into the back of a of a uh, attacker. And given a penalty away, or should have given a penalty away, maybe. But it uh, happened. Back. It was given. It was given in this game, and Jorginho got his. Uh, he, I think he scores a penalty every every time uh, Chelsea play in the, op- in the opening game of the season, yeah. which is insane. Wow. To me. But there, Jorginho um, got his penalty. Told you. Yeah, um, I mean, the only person really I could really praise in this um, game was Sterling. Just because Sterling was getting the positions, I feel like he's he's come to a team where the attack is still very disjointed, so they don't have a pattern, they don't have a game plan, in my opinion, yet to go forward and score goals. I think a part of that is, again, I'll, uh, I'll, I've said it, I think probably here a hundred times, but that season when they won the Champions League, they found a system with um, Kai Havertz going forward as a striker, and they sort of abandoned that when Lukaku joined the club, and they lost all their rhythm going forward as a they had a fluid front three. Um, yeah, I just feel like Sterling made the best out of what he could. Um, he played well, played well. Oh, yeah, to be fair, Koulibaly played well as well. I'll put him out there as well. Um, but, you know, Koulibaly also played against Everton that just don't have any strikers as well. Anthony Gordon was forced to be a striker. And it just looked like it was two very disjointed teams, two teams that are unsure about what they want to do, um, two teams with managers that look a bit clueless at the moment. Um, but Tuchel in, in particular, I'm going to go on to because I mean, we already know what Lampard's deficiencies are. Tuchel during pre season, 
all his press conferences screamed of a manager that A, did not want to be there, and B, and then two, um, just didn't have, like, confidence in his, his team. Kept on talking about the players not being... Um, not, not that he didn't say outright they're not good enough, but he kept on saying we're going to have the same situation until we have new players, kind of thing. Mm. Uh, particularly after obviously um, Arsenal beat them in preseason, so he already showed a display of uh, a lack of confidence in in his team, um, and he just doesn't seem like he knows what he wants to do with his players. But I think his biggest issue now, it seems like the, the new owner is not buying players for Tuchel to actually like talk about these are my players i feel like he's buying players for the sake of buying players because mm. they want frankie he's, he's moving mad yeah they want frankie young for example and i'm yeah, like okay, yeah. frankie young's a quality footballer so i'm not saying they're wrong for going for him absolutely not but what i'm saying is your myth was kind of stacked at the moment mm. similar is... kind of player as well is he that different from from cover or or Jorginho? for me he's not yeah. the kind of midfielder they, he's not the profile of midfielder that they need so it's just like yeah so it's exactly a bit of a so, weird one well so what's going on there because you know you've kept gallagher so he's staying you've got mason mount you haven't even sipped off Ziek yet. Ziek's still part of your team. I know they're not in different, the same position, not at all, mm-hmm. but you haven't got rid of one. So, you know, what happens with Ziek in that midfield as well? What formation are you playing? Mount is now playing right wing. That's not his position. Like, what is what is the game plan? Does Tuchel know what he wants to do with his team? Is he happy with the players? Did he want Lukaku if going back to last year? Did he, did he want um, <clears throat> uh, Sterling? I mean, Sterling's a quality footballer, so I'm hoping he did, but did he? I'd stop, I don't know what's happening. So, um, he doesn't point. look like he's happy with his team. Obviously, they'll win games because Chelsea have quality to win games. But this is where this is where we'll see whether they are top four side or not because we don't doubt they got the players. They've got some good players. They're still trying to sign for Farna, eighty-five million. I mean, I don't agree with that, but go for it. Um, but um, yeah, he just doesn't seem sure of himself, and it's different to obviously. I know not Arsenal fans are very split on Arteta still. Um, Spurs fans are not split on, on Conte, but the one thing I can say about those two managers is they know exactly what they want to do with their squads and they've got a game plan and they're going to follow it through. So you can have more confidence in those two teams sustaining a challenge for the top four um, and probably taking those two spaces in the top four. So, yeah, I, I, they, they'll win, they'll get games, uh, but I, I just... Uh, do you I think, do you think Tuchel me, will leave? Do you think Tuchel will walk? I think, I think so. I don't think he's there at the end of the season. Yeah, I, I think I think he might go as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. This Todd guy's got a bit of a Bramovich about him. Where he's just like, yo, if you don't bring me, because I feel like he wants nice football. The players he's trying to go for, they obviously they're trying to go for for Rafinha, De Jong. Um, they're even they're even kind of rumored with Neymar for a little bit. So he's 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 just coming on like, on a sexy ball thing. And I think to, <laughs> for me, Chelsea's biggest problem is this 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 the system's mad, bro. Like. Five at the back, and those two midfielders of like a Kante and a Jorginho and a Kovacic. Like Spurs get away with it because their front three is just mad. They've got Kulisevsky, Son, and Kane, who does the, the nine and the ten role. Chelsea don't have that. Chelsea's forwards, like they spent about three hundred million pounds on them, but a you don't know who's their starting three, and b they don't have a goal scorer in there. Sterling, Sterling got his at City because he was at the he was at the end of a lot of moves, but he's not <coughs> one to create or to kind of facilitate other players. So. Havertz was doing it, like Koi just said, but then they brought in Lukaku. So that's kind of thrown Havertz off a little bit. I don't really know what's going on with him at the moment. Mount, for me, is not a winger at all. 
So it's just like all the signings he's made or all the players he's tried to bring through the last like 18 months he's been there. I don't really still don't know what his best like his best forward line is. So it's just like, are they gonna sign another if they don't sign another forward, if they don't if they don't make, sign maybe two forwards in this by the end of the window, then I think top fours are can very, very peak for them. The role, the, 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 and Arsenal the, getting it. I think we isn't wearing a link to RB Leipzig as well. Yeah, and they're getting, they're getting my man in, in the summer as well. Um, Sesco, they're getting him in 2023. Just United getting very cordial, man. It's very cordial. <laughs> I, I, I had to just throw that one in there, but Vibes are going to do good business, man. But, do you know but you see, we're too sure, yeah. I, like, I don't think he's like, I don't think he's actually had like a apart from this summer, I don't think he's had like a transfer window where he's actually bought his own players. Like, because when he came in, he came in mid-Jan, took over for Lampard, just took over that squad, obviously won the champs. And then in the summer, he brought in Lukaku. And I think that was that was it. I don't know who else. He brought in Lukaku. That didn't work. Um, and then obviously you got this summer now. I don't know about January. You got this summer now. He's tried to bring in players. He act, they've, they've been a bit unlucky, to be honest, with Rafinha and, and Kunde. Because Barca are doing the most fugazious of business, and and just and just I don't know what they're hey, doing. These are but crooks, bro. These are they're, they're crooks. crooks. They're worse but than I'm crooks, man. <laughs> like, honestly, you might as well call pirates at this point, man. But um, but yeah, he hasn't really, he hasn't really like signed players that he's wanted, like you know, um, and obviously with the whole Bramovich thing, that kind of threw up like Chelsea's future in the air for like time. So that was. That was crazy, innit? But um, but yeah, it's still, but still, like two years on from now, and you're right, he still doesn't really have his system, like his style of play and stuff, you know. Like, so it is a bit suspect. It is a bit suspect, but um, but boy, I guess we'll see at the end of the window, man, and see see what they're looking like. But I do think sixty three million for Cucurella is mad, though. I'm not gonna lie. That that, that is mad. He's I good. Mad. He's good. But he's that's, good, but not yeah. sixty three million. Right, like, Vanessem. Brighton for less nah, than nice. Nah, Brighton, Brighton, we no, need to speak on Brighton business. Bro. Look, there we go. There we 50 go, mil for Rice. Well, how much is it for Basuma? 30. Oh, ben White, yeah, that's yeah. not bad, but still, that's like 120 M. Yeah. Mad, yeah. mad, mad. They just don't spend it, though. So they're, they're, those owners are laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 we Trust. shall I rate that thing. I rate that thing. You got to rate You got to rate him. We shall move on to Brighton, actually. Because, boy. We're 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 at Sunday right now. We're at Sunday, Kojo, and yes, where we were you on Sunday after 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 purchasing a season ticket? Where were you, sir? Oh. Firstly, 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 I didn't purchase a season ticket. Let's let's let's. let's okay. let's, all let's right, then, all right. so, um, what happened? So, child Usman, Usman's a friend of us. Um, he does Usman talks United. Cool guy. Um, he couldn't make it to the game, so he's bought a season ticket, and he's basically said to me at the beginning of the season, any any game that he cannot make, um he will send his um, ticket to me and if i can make it then i'll go that's so you know it's a beautiful thing he's done for me and i appreciate he that. said he set you up mad there still oh yeah trust me we're <laughs> <laughs> going to half the games bro it'll be going to half the game <laughs> but i said i know what's gonna happen at old trafford um <laughs> no so look firstly before i get to me let me let me get to brighton because brighton were fantastic Everything nah, that made let's get to Manchester United. Oh, no, 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 no. Trust me, I'll be quick. I'll be quick because they deserve it. I'm not going to just take away from them. Um, they're pressing, they're passing. They look like a team that were very, very assured and they knew what to do. And they didn't play any of their new signings. So, this is a team mm. that, you know, still need not, not that they lacked anything new, but 
because they know what to do with the ball, because their players are confident in the ball, they want the ball, which is so key. And their tactical approach was different, which I'm going to get into Man United for that as well. They they caught Man United out. That's as simple as it gets. And they did everything correct on the night. They deserved everything. The only thing they did wrong was scored on goal. But that's unlucky. It was very unlucky. It wasn't anything where you could say that's very poor, like Salisu. It was just very unlucky. So, um, yeah, credit to them and credit to Graham Potter. Now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, Manchester Let's United go. Club. Um, so, firstly, I was very confused about the lineup. Um, Christian Eriksen was a false nine. Now, mm. now, Maybe, maybe I just haven't been watching football for a long time, or I, I don't know. Maybe I just haven't watched football enough. But Christian Eriksen, in all my life, I've never seen as a false nine in any club, for a country, for anything. So I don't know what the game plan was there. Um, the unbeatable midfield two somehow still started, just cannot be defeated. Um, so at this point, they are on a longer streak than the Undertaker. And then, um, you know, <laughs> my coach is currently, what, what is it about them, man? Because I don't know, I don't know, what, I don't know, you're asking that question. Three <laughs> managers, no, 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 but listen, listen, listen. three managers, yeah, maybe even Jose as well, three or four managers, yeah, mm. they'll try, they'll try something different. Rangit tried the four triple two thing, yeah, we're looking at Ten Hag coming in, total football, there should be a four three three in it, but some way, somehow, McFred, yeah, and I like Fred as well. So let me just lean heavily on the Mook. Yeah. I mean, why? Why do you like Fred? Now, Fred's got something in there. I'm telling you, play Fred. Maybe, as an well, how old were you at Man United? Maybe five years ago. Fred, listen, no, 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 no. Okay, well, I, I beg you, I beg you. Listen, play Fred as an eight <laughs> with a proper DM a, in a single pivot. Fred will eat. Fred, will, trust me, mm. Fred will eat. Fred will eat. I'm telling you. That, that brother there, like Anderson. That's 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 what, that's what I'll, put, I'll tell you. Hey, respect there. Anderson, you know. Respect Anderson. He was he was all right. <laughs> Anderson, Anderson all right. was actually oh, wait, oh, nine times. Anderson was hard. Anderson was hard. Still, but the other guy, yeah, the Mook in the McFred. I said to Kojo earlier, he had he had less passes than David De Gea. Yeah, a guy that's not even good with his feet as a keeper. Is that fair? He had no seriously. Bro, I'll pull up it's the numbers fact. right now. I'll it's pull up the numbers right. It's you going in madness, The central midfielder, like. What is it? We talk, I think Coach was saying earlier about players throwing for the ball, Brighton. I've never seen a player hide more on the pitch in my entire life. I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating. Man will play like he's hungover and he don't want the ball. He'll <laughs> just go in between two opposition players and then start pretending to call for it. Yeah. And then leave Fred to die on his own because Fred getting pressed by two men. This yep. guy is a fraud, bro. Like, you know, Coach, I'm going to pass it back to you now, but I just wanted to get my bit in there. I mean, yeah. Just on that. Listen, them two guys. guys 67% uh pass accuracy as well. That which was who which was the lowest of all players, including both goalkeepers on the pitch. So he completely his pass accuracy was less than the hair. So I bet his shit with his feet as well. That's how that's how bad listen, bro. This is this mad. Uh, is done, man. So, I can't even call him McSauce, man. Even if my nuggets are kind of nice, man. Oh, no. Put them <laughs> yeah, fact, fact. You want to buy the McDonald's? The chicken legend. Call him that, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, okay. Uh, right. So, um, where I was sitting, I was sitting in the heavens, so I could see the pit. What else I could see the pitch? It was like watching. But I had the bird's eye view and that. Yeah, like you could see yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, firstly, I mean. 
the lineup, as much as it confused me, the way the players aligned up and approached the game was just as confusing for them as well. But I kind of knew we were in a lot of trouble from the first 10 seconds of the game because within the first 10 seconds, they played the ball back twice, played a long ball to Welbeck, Dallow gave the ball away and they shot it to the side netting. That was in 10 seconds. That's that quick. So that's when I was like, okay, we're in big trouble here. That That's a problem. It's a big problem. But anyway... It's the same culprits. It's become it's become so routine that at this point you don't even have to say names anymore to people. If Man mm-hmm. United lose, you know exactly who is that. Who is the problem? You know who's Pogba. made mistakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, people Pogba. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so my guy. We'll go McTominay because I think McTominay just—it just has to be addressed. It he's the worst one for me. He's worse than McGuire. He—he—he <laughs> he, he, he brings trouble to their door, bro. Like bro, he's the worst one to, by far. I need to remember the scenario. I can't remember if it was a goal <laughs> kick or if it was um because Martinez started doing like a thing with the hair where he does a short pass to the hair. The hair passes back to him very quickly, and then they move from there as a goal kick, right? McTominay and you're talking about four-three-three. They were actually lined up as a four-three-three. The false nine thing I don't agree with, but they were lined up as a four-three-three. So you had Fred at number six, you had Ericsson on one side, you had McTominay on the other side. And I even felt sorry for Maguire in this situation. Deep that. I felt sorry for this Maguire and Martinez because they are looking for a pass. And Brighton have closed down Fred because that's option number one. And they've closed down Ericsson because that's option number two. Where is your third midfielder? McTominay was further forward than Ericsson. Remember that. I'm talking about Ericsson being the false nine is now your option. And deep that's all, because we'll get to Bruno as well. Ericsson mm. is your option, mm. right? And Fred, mm. where is Scott McTominay? Where is your third midfielder? Where is the man that's supposed to be getting the ball as well? And then the mm. issue, which Maguire, because Maguire wanted to pass the ball to like one or two times. And then after that, he just stops. And it's really hit me. This is why Maguire overplays the diagonal pass to Shaw so much. It's really hit me after this game now. It's really got to me. And I understood now. Because when Matt Tomine receives the ball, when he's got the ball back to goal, now, if you know there's someone behind you, there's a bit of pressure on you, the sensible thing to do is pass the ball back to your centre-back, maybe get away from your opponent, open your body up a bit more so you can see a bit more of the pitch, you know, know what you want to do with the ball. What Matt Tomine does is take about six touches to try and turn around, and by that time, he's really closed down, he's lost the ball. And then his decision-making on top of that makes it worse. So he's now become a detriment to the team. Now, where I question Hag is, why the hell did Fred come off before Scott McTominay? It made no sense because Fred was giving the ball away a lot, but at least he was winning the ball back. He was winning challenges. He was disrupting the play of Brighton a little bit. So Brighton, even though they kind of had it easy in the first half, at least when they dealt with Fred, they had a bit of an issue trying to get past Fred. With Scott McTominay and then Dallow being on his side as well, who's just as bad a defensive liability as McTominay, it was so easy for them to attack that side. That's where their first goal came from. Mm. It was very, very easy. Um, McTominay sees Ronaldo come on. Ericsson officially joins the midfield now alongside Bruno Fernandes. So now your position is number six. His position was supposed to be number six. Ericsson took that position because he knew that McTominay could not be trusted to get the ball. And you could see that from um, Ten Hag's face because there was a moment where Ten Hag was screaming. And I can, I'm, I'm in the heavens. I can hear the guy screaming. Saying like, where are you? Why are you not there? Why can I not see in your position? Why are you not helping your centre backs? Because the centre backs, the centre backs felt um, they were left alone. They couldn't do anything. Martinez was um, said to have a, like a shaky game, 
I felt sorry for the guy. He got the ball, he tried to move forward, he tried to look for forward passes. Um, in defensive situations, he was sort of left alone. Luke Shaw didn't help him. Um, Bruno doesn't help anybody. Matt Tomine didn't help him at all. You know, Dalo didn't help him when him and Maguire swapped sides in the in the centre back pairing. It was just a it was a crap show, one thing after the other. Now Luke Shaw. <sighs> Luke Shaw. Coming, Luke Shaw. Cahill is loving this, bro. Oh, I know. Trust me. <laughs> I know. Luke Shaw, and I, I, I sincerely mean this because Kel knows how much I've hate defenders. I've slaughtered defenders on in this on this podcast <laughs> from the first day we ever started this podcast. Luke Shaw, without a doubt, in my opinion, delivered probably the worst defensive performance I've ever seen. Oh wow. Honestly. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make it sound like some sort of exaggeration. I'm not trying to make it sound like it's some emotional thing because I'm not even screaming. I'm analyzing. And he did nothing right. He did nothing right defensively. He didn't approach, he didn't approach his opponents. He didn't tackle well. He didn't read the game well. It was easy to beat him. So much so that Fred was doing most of the work on the left side for sure. Um, and the final thing is for the second goal, my friend, if you are in your box and you're defending, how much further back do you want to go before you actually, like, make a challenge on the player? I ended up in the goal with the ball. (laughs) You have to be so close to the goal that the hair says, hey, yo, go forward and pushes you forward towards him. Like, it doesn't make sense. And it keeps keeps going back to the day when um, when it was um, just after lockdown, I think, the the league. Luke, Luke, no, no. The hair screaming at him. Because he keeps doing the same things over and over. And this is why, this is why on this podcast, I did not criticize Mourinho for telling um, everyone in a press conference and after the game in the interview that he told Luke Shaw what to do. Because you're seeing it now. Everyone is seeing it about him now. He is not an intelligent footballer. He's not an intelligent defender. He doesn't see things. He has to be guided and he has to be helped massively. So whatever we saw for 18 months, I don't know what that was, but that's not him. Because what we're seeing now is what we saw previously. I understand the guy had a major injury, but he's just not been good enough. Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> <laughs> Bruno Fernandes. This guy. Kale will tell you right now. Alpha-ish. Kale will tell you right now. Kale, did I not stand when I heard Bruno Fernandes was coming to my United Football Club? Did oh, I bro. Not- for the for the rafters, did I not talk about him and gas him up? And even when Darren was like, "This guy loses the ball so much and he shoots some stupid angles," I said, "Brother, load up the shots, do it." Because I miss midfielders taking shots in, in main from main midfield. We didn't do it, and he came in. He had an imp- instant impact. He scored goals. He was creating chances. That was crazy. I don't know what's happened to this guy. And, and from for what we're seeing, yes, he used to give the ball away a lot, but at this rate now, it's actually. Appalling in the fifth minute, he misses sitter. Mm. Very sitter. easy chance, absolute sitter. sitter. Should be scoring that. That should be one nil. Should be ahead of the game. Might not should be in cruise control. Didn't score. And then from there, it was giving the ball away. It was nonsensical presses. And I say that because it wasn't a good press where he's actually chasing someone for you know his teams to help him. He was just running to run. You know, there was a moment where he ran past Ericsson. And I saw Ericsson look at him and just be like. What are you doing? <laughs> Where are you actually going? Because Ericsson is the number nine. So if there's anyone that should press from the front, it's him, Sancho, and Rashford. You shouldn't be following 
you should not say you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be going ahead of them and trying to press because now you're leaving gaps in the midfield. You're making it easy for Brighton to find gaps mm. in that midfield. He didn't do anything right as well. He doesn't defend well. At this rate, he's not attacking well either. So I don't know what he brings to the United team. At this point, honestly, I think you got to start Ericsson in this position because Bruno's not bringing anything to his main United team. He has not done it for a year and a half now. And, you know, Ronaldo was being blamed for his numbers going down. I'm like, where is the self-responsibility? Because we all watch Man United play games and we all watch Bruno Fernandes waste chances like he did on the weekend. We've seen it. So that's not a Ronaldo issue. That's not a Rashford issue. That's not a Martial issue. That's a Bruno Fernandes issue. There's no excuse for it. Simple as that. Rashford, I don't know where he goes from here. I, I just don't know where he goes from here because I found out obviously in the game, I thought that his chance where Ronaldo set him up was offside and obviously the, the, the flag went up. Turns out it wasn't. So, you know, he wasted a clear one-on-one, which people are praising Sanchez for coming out. Yes, keepers are going to do that, but he still had enough space on either mm. side of Sanchez should to guide him. Should be finishing. Score that. I'm sorry, you have to score that because... That would have made it 2-1 much earlier in the game. So much earlier in the game. He didn't do that. And for the rest of the game, he was just, he was wasteful. But then I kind of have sympathy for him as well, because if you're midfield and your defense are not doing the job behind you, as forwards, what can you do? You know, there's not much you can do. Um, so, look, I can go on to many other players as well, but um, I think Tim Hag needs to make a serious decision right now. And for me, it's playing guys like Ghana. They all go, right? Well, the thing is, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It wouldn't surprise me if he says after, like, day 30, hey, I can't lie, this ain't it. <laughs> because now we're hearing that we've gone from um, Sesco and De Jong to Marco. That was just an icing on the well. cake. That was an icing on the cake yesterday, honestly. Marco Arnautovic and Adrian <laughs> Rabiot. And they've agreed a fee with Rab- for Rabiot, by the way. That, that's yeah, that, done, that's done, happening. Done. That's happening. And apparently, they're actually going to go in again for Marco and out of it. Like, there is no shame. There's actually no shame in this club. Be, I, want, I, I want you to understand this, right? Juventus, Juventus play, um, they pay Rabiot 9 million a year, right? And they're trying to get him off the books. They were this close. Listen, they were this close to paying him off to leave. Now they're getting 18 million euros. May United are actually helping them double what they were going to lose to get like it's just it's mind-blowing it's absolutely mind-blowing um the thing is yeah you're you're not even just paying for rabio you're paying for rabio's mom as well and that woman that was oh my god oh playing them hospital balls she's gonna be up in the rafters saying oh my lord no 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 plays hospital balls but rabio listen to this stat this is a stat for you i'm not even a stat guy like that but this is a stat for you you know, Scott McCombley oh, makes more progressive and complete. Progressive? Passes. No. No. In Serie A as well. Serie A when man's got In time to throw well. away and then... <laughs> Check the stats. Check the stats. No. Honestly, honestly but you know what? You at, the same time, at the same time, I kind of love this. And let me tell you why I love this. <laughs> let me tell you why I love this. Because Man United fans for six years called Pogba every name under, under the sun. If you want yeah, to know what a problematic Frenchman is, you will oh, sign Rabiot to your club. You will boy. sign Rabiot to your club and you will really find out. Because it's not just him, it's his mother too. 
you'll find out. Oh. You'll find out what our problem is. So even Anatovich is meant to be a bit of a because there was even like yeah. a racism thing with him. He's meant to be a bit of a scumbag as well. You're just he adding. Oh, 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 you are saying Ronaldo's a problem. Lingard was a leak. Pogba was a leak. What are you do? You managed to add Listen, those two signings there, those are the signings that Everton, even Everton are not making them signings anymore. Thank They're you. trying to do a little more of a of a right. astute kind of thing. Right. Everton, arguably the worst run club in the league. United, I'm sorry, United are down there with them now. They United are probably the worst I mean, club what, what in, did you call in, them all, all last season? I, I used to I used to call them Gucci Everton. <laughs> I can't even call them that. I can't even call them that anymore. Everything I'm making sense of the transfer window. I can't uh, even talk about You're gonna sign Connor Cody on loan. I don't rate Connor, I don't rate him that highly, but is he an improvement on what they have at centre back position? Absolutely. Would he walk into that as a starting lineup? Absolutely. Is he a better defender than what they've got currently? Absolutely. Apart from Ben Godfrey, unfortunately, he got injured though, so that's mm. why they've made that signing. But it makes sense. Brentford are going to sign Mikel Damsgaard. That's such what a sign. Hell are Wolf. I don't know how no one has has picked him up. Frank. Thank you, Wolves. Wolves are going for um uh Goncalo Guedes from yeah. Valencia. What are Man United doing? You know what I'm saying? So look, Man United fans, and I, I always say Man United fans. I've been screaming about Man United fans for a while now. They deserve what they get. They <laughs> absolutely deserve what they get because they've been abusing guys, and uh, for me, the wrong guys. Don't get me wrong. I understand people performances and that absolutely availability. I'm not a fan of that either. I, I get it. But the people you've called the biggest problems, now your club are signing more problems. Back them. I dare you to. I absolutely dare you to. But um, absolutely. The thing is, they're, 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 like, them players will just use scapegoats, man. Like, let's be honest. Like, the media, the media's got agendas, man. And like, it's just easier to pin it on like the problematic players. You get what I'm saying? Like, but but United, the thing with United, man, like I I said this, like I've said this to like my 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 family and stuff here, yeah, but United, if they don't get it right at the top, like as in like at the board level and all of that, it's not gonna come right on the pitch, man. And until they do that, it's 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 not gonna get better. But you know what, yeah. Actually, I don't even know why I'm saying you know what, like I can defend like what, what happened on Sunday. But, <laughs> you cannot, like, <laughs> but it's just it's just crazy. It's like you lot had like a little bit of optimism with Ten Hag in the preseason, and then it's just all gone just like that within 24 hours within well, that bro, game, he- like. He he needs to be brave. This is the last thing I want to say in my night because they've, they've they've angered me from this morning. I I kind of got over it last night, and then I woke up to do with this transfer nonsense that they're trying to sign these two bums. So, um, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Right, he needs to be brave now. All this McTominay, this guy, it, it needs to stop. James Garner, Garnacho, Iqbal, Savage. If you need to start playing some of these young G's who actually want the ball. Who are a lot more braver on the ball on in, in games, um, have a lot more tactical awareness. Essentially, I'm saying they're better. I'm saying they're better than Scott. Pre-season, they they were all cooking as well. No, I've got a couple of games exactly. they all played well. So I'm, yeah, I'm confused cooking. now why he's gone back to, to you cannot, my man and my man in midfield. You cannot be afraid. You you have to play these guys. I'm sorry, because these guys have only taken not only Ten Hard, not only um Randnick, if you want, Solskjaer, um, Mourinho as well, and some of them for Luke Sh- um, uh, for Luke Sh- for Leuvenhal as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they've they have been constant um, just trouble for the club in terms of their lack of performances, their everything. There's, they've just not been good. They've just not been good. So, quick, quick question, Kojo. Like, yeah, just a quick one. Yeah, you see, um, don't you then question like like the plan or transfer strategy of United and Ten Hag because like we've seen these problems already and like Brighton 
it was literally like they just picked off where last season ended. Like all mm. of those players in the starting 11, nine out of 11 of them were playing in last season. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you knew you had these problems with McTominay. Um, Tenag had a good look at these men throughout preseason. Yeah. Like you've been trying to chase De Jong since freaking 2009. Like you've trying to, like, why don't you move? Like, like you've known these problems. Do you get what I'm saying? So why yeah. have you not like signed like, like these players that need to be set. Do you get what I'm saying? Doesn't that not question like, and the thing is, I actually want to give Ten Hag a chance because I honestly believe this guy is not a bonehead. Like he, he knows oh, what he wants to do. He's like he, he's a good coach. But at the same time, brother, you've, you've, you've kind of known this and you've known you this. Reckon he's like, just sending a message to the board though. He's just like, look at what I'm dealing I, with right now. I, I'm not going like, to lie to you, bro. I'm not going to lie to you though. If he's doing that, I, I, I don't like that crap. I, I really don't. I'm here to win game. Me, that's the only thing that makes sense. That's not because you can't tell me you looked at right. Tom all preseason and thought, yeah, let me chuck this brother in on the big no, Old Trafford pitch. Especially at Manchester United, many many a manager has played that game. Wasn't it? Was in a um, Mourinho was uh, king of Mourinho, that game. Yeah, when they yeah, when he yeah, won yeah. in uh, was it Tongan. Yeah, no, um, Alderweireld, Alderweireld, yeah, Alderweireld. He's like, well, the Manchester United would. Well, we don't want to sign him. We've got Phil Jones and and Chris Smalling, like. If if they go listen to Jose Mourinho, who is who's who is a proven winner, they ain't gonna listen to Ten Hag. Who even and though that's he what has I'm won it's the board, it's man. It's, it's all upstairs. It's all upstairs. Oh, it's, you, can, it's, you, you can you can point so many managers, but fam, if you don't change up there, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. No, but you're right. It has it is upstairs. But this is the thing. This is the, the, I, I, not that I'm tired of screwing up about upstairs because we've apparently done this whole reshuffle. Woodward's gone all that stuff, but he just promoted his boy into his position. Murto and him are boys. So boy. I, I couldn't get excited. Every main effort are our new era. And I'm like, ah, I don't know, man, because I don't see any difference. I just see Mandem swapping for Mandem. Like me and Kel know football. I want to be a manager one day. If I leave my team and they're like, oh, who do you think will be a great manager for us? I'm like, you know what, Shark Cahill. Like that's literally that's what you've done. That's OTF, you've done. only the family. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool. Like, come on, man. There's, there's no, no, I mean, everyone's eating as well. There's no logic behind it. And that's one issue, but I will forever say this. These players, if they're supposed to be playing for a big club like Man United, they need to know what they're doing on the pitch. So as much as I can go onto the boards with the lack of transfer strategy over so many years and all that, these men on the pitch are still not performing. Yeah, they're, they're not still good not performing, enough. and that's the that's the be on end of it. So you know what? Uh, I don't know where this club goes from next. I even feel sorry for Ten Hag. I'm not gonna lie, I feel sorry for him. He kind of made his own issue. One, one game, game. and he already got the booze. He already got the booze. We booed him at the stadium. Half and time, that's half time. Half time, half time. Half time, they were like. Semi booze, they're like, okay, you know what? Let's let's be okay for a bit. Half time, my god, like United fans stayed back to boo him. Some left boo. and came back, they went <laughs> upstairs and came back up and said, Nah, it's actually a good thing. So, um, yeah, but you know, I'm even seeing your, your own fans fighting each other and that. What happened with that? The brother was just oh, getting chucked out, you know what? Mad. I'm, I'm, I, I have no, I, I have no clue. All I saw was one black guy against so many bro, in the middle as well, bro. Man was in the middle. Like, he's just getting gripped up by like three. I was just like, yo, I bro. know madness was being said as well, but I just like, oh yeah, no, I have no, I have what... no clue what happened there. But that's not new. But then again, main night fans have had infighting for the last six years anyway, seven years more. 
And um, uh, here's a nice stat for you to end it as well. Man United have had the most um, arrests for racial abuse at Old Trafford in terms of all the Premier League stadiums. So, right, right, even more than Chelsea. That's crazy. That's what I'm thinking as well, bro. You know? <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, boy. It's, boy. Uh, it's a shame, all, all man. That, all that talk, Kojo. I don't think you mentioned the hair once. Because I, I don't feel like I can save him for him anymore. I think we all know what his deficiencies are. But I felt sorry for him also. The guy can't punch for sh- But he also can't stop a cross, it seems, man. Oh, no, he can't. He, well, he can't, but then Luke Shaw should be defending that in the first place anyway. There's mm. always a problem before the problem. You know what I'm saying? And mm. th- that's why I've gone to Luke Shaw more than anybody for that goal because that was just the worst defending I've seen. I I, I can't call it anything worse than that. Um, the hair, the fact that he completed more passes than the midfielder in my United's team just says he speaks volumes. So they can. The funny thing is, as soon as the game finished, Man United fans immediately won the hair showing clips of old goals that we conceded and that. And I'm just like, you guys are watching these clips. These guys that are in front of him, are, are you sure they're correct? Like, up here, like, as in football football brains, are you sure they're there? Because you can criticise a goalkeeper, but so much has to happen before the goalkeeper's put before, into action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, word. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I get it. New, um, different era... You know, keepers coming out more off their line and claiming crosses, commanding. I get it. Being better on the ball with the ball at your feet. I get all of that and I don't disagree with it. But so much needs to happen before it gets to the goalkeeper. Mm. So we can blame De Gea for a lot of stuff. But may not have not defending well, defended well with De Gea in goal, with Henderson in goal, with Romero in goal. With How many goalkeepers do I need to go through? You know what I mean? That we've had um, as understudy to De Gea or with De Gea, they are... They haven't, they haven't done it. They have not done it. So he is a problem, but he's not, for me, still the biggest problem. There's a lot to um, sort out in, yeah. on the pitch before you get yeah. to the goalkeeper. So, yeah, he didn't have the best of games, but I, he passed more than McTominay and uh, he completed more than McTominay. That's is is baffling. It's absolutely baffling. Mm-hmm. They're making me feel sorry for Maguire. Deep that. What is that? I'm starting to as well, you know, because I even think that partnership with, with Martin is there could be something there, it but work. it's what's in front. The man in front of him are just, and I know you spoke of Rashford already, but I'm concerned for Rashford, man. I, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go like, I don't want to go like, like I don't want to be dramatic about it. Do you get what I'm saying? But mm. it does concern me. Right, about it, does it doesn't look right. It, it does just concern me. Like it even, yeah, like even like when, like even like when he. When he missed the, the chance, like the one where Sanchez saved it, like his head just drops. Like it's like when his head drops, it's like that's it. Like that is it. Mm. And it's like, it's like, bro, like you got so much more in the bag, but I don't know what's going on right now. I really don't know what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? Um yeah. I just hope I just hope he can pick it up. Do you get what I'm saying? I really hope he can, man. Because Maybe if he don't challenge. You know, I was thinking that you know, if it don't work this season, then I think he has to do a fresh challenge. You know, like that yeah, might work but, for him. But because... where, where that, that's go, the right? problem. That is the problem. It's, it's I, looking I, like I... a Newcastle thing all of a sudden. You're oh no, 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 Where's he going in the league? Then top sixteen. Nah, Would you nah. take him at Arsenal? No, nah. take a Rashford. I not currently. Not currently. I not currently. But like, I think. But then again, yeah. Like, what coach has he actually worked under? Like a for for a long period of time that's actually really developed him. Like, there's not mm. really a lot. Like, mm. man, you've gone through so many managers, fam. Yeah, but if yeah, you yeah. put Rashford in, in Man City, but Pep, oh my Lord. Oh, 
True. I let's do, look, I, let's yeah, look at yeah, this. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? So yeah, I don't he, think he, I don't. He, yeah. We all know he's not dead, but he hasn't really. He hasn't really had that coaching, but at the same time as well, it's on him now as well for him to like to 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 perform. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, uh, that was an unnecessary comment, Beaker. That was an <laughs> unnecessary comment, but it is what it is. Uh, Manchester City, the champions, were in uh, were, were playing on the weekend. They also sorry, 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 Kyo. I was just about to laugh because Alpha just realised <laughs> he just saw it. He's bad in it. He's bad in it, man. He's deep. He's deep. But no, they were in action on the weekend. Uh, they they got they secured the victory. Uh, tough ground. The uh, Olymp- city of the London Stadium. This, the Olympic Park, man. That, 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 that name change really annoys me, but it is what it is. Um, Erling Haaland was also in action. And boy, did he silence a lot of those uh, people that were questioning him? I, I've no idea why they were questioning him because on his debut, he was actually. It was hope, bro. I was one of them doubting him as well. It was, it was shit. Bro, you, uh, I was you, hoping you, you, man you, was going to take I'm time sorry, to I'm, I'll put it bluntly. You were a fool, man. That man was always bro, at a bad. I hope, bro. Listen to what I'm saying. It was hope. There was, yeah, was not yeah. based on any form it's of logic or anything. <laughs> it, was, it was hope. Man was it's hoping it's going to take time. He dropped a brace on my head top from game week one. I have nothing else to say. That's it. It's mad. And that the way uh, KDB played that through ball as well. Oh, what a ball! What a ball! What a ball! Oh, it's gonna be a long fast, season, but that that finish, man, that finish, elite, elite striker, um, alpha. That's that's what Harland is just an elite, elite striker. Yeah, word, word. Like, it was just the way, like, you know, like when he was through on goal, yeah, it's like the whole the, everything stopped, mm-hmm. everything stopped, and then he just slotted it in. Like, I think, um. Yeah, man. I think that's just, it's just more to come that we're going to see from him, man. Like, we all know what the guy can do. Like, we all know what he can do. Um, It was just a case of him slotting in, slotting into City's team. Do you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, the guy's ready. He's cooking, man. I just don't understand people that was trying to, like, write him off after, after the community shield. It's like, come on, man, let's be serious. Man. Let's be serious. But this guy's going to be a problem. He's going to be a serious problem. And, and, and do you know what? I, I don't want to compare these two players because I don't like, like comparing like like new players when they're coming in. But you see when Nunes came off the bench, like at Fulham, yeah, mm. you could tell he was raw, like he was still raw, like there's still things to work on and stuff, yeah. But you see Harlan, when I was watching him yesterday, but you can see like those those little things that 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 Nunes still got to work on, Harlan's already got it. Like that composure, that 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 touch, that finish, he's got it. And yeah, man, that's gonna be a big, big difference for for City this season, man. Honestly, I think we just, just end on that one because it really, it really was the Harlan show. I mean, City they were, they were. I wouldn't say they were in full control. There were moment, brief moments where West Ham looked like they had a, a few chances, but they kind of discussed and they may have not had the best preseason. They got smacker in as well, so that's probably a decent um, smacker, scumacker. I don't know how what smacker is, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, they they they, they did look uh, quite comfortable-ish, mm. which might be sad for 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 your title chances. You you said it was the the Haaland show, but I want to big up Rodri as well because mm. Declan mm. Rice is meant to be the 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 best we got in this country. Allegedly, he uh, West Ham are slapping 150 m's on him. He had Declan Rice on a leash that first half, especially. I was just dragging him around the pitch. Declan Rice was two, three steps behind him every step of the way. Like, 
that was what that was that's what you call a a register performance from 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 Rodri. Like he's not even that quick. He's not. He just does the simple things right and just mm. just breaking things up, keeping things ticking over, controlling the. I hate when people say dictating the tempo because I feel like that's like a bit of a, a bit of a buzz phrase now. But he was just in there, bossing the midfield like different, 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 different level, different, different level. Cancelo as well, and even Pep's coming with like the little. He's playing like two the two centre backs and then the the two uh, full backs are playing like DMs as well. Like the yeah. mad tactics, just mad. Mm. I was watching the game like. I don't even really enjoy what, watching City play like that because I find it a bit, they just suffocate teams. It's, it's... But um, just the way Pep was, the way Pep was doing it was just, it was off the chain, man. The, mm. like, the way the way they just took control of that game was just a madness. Yeah, they dealt with, they dealt with West Ham differently. Like, I, 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 I can, can criticise the defending because I feel like for the first goal, obviously, Gunner won. The space that he made the pass in, I think they could have closed that down as soon as um Haaland mm. went on the run. But um City were just so it was it was a walk in the park might just be what it was for them because they're just so good, you know. And that's not taking it away from them. It's not saying that Western were too easy for them because Western are a good side. It was just their quality and abundance showed. And right. you can get Haaland scoring goals like that, like that already because City's goals are not usually getting the strikers in behind. They usually, and we've yeah. been talking about getting them hard in a position where you know they whip balls and he's just there for the tapping and finishing them off. That's it. he only scored one goal like that on preseason. His first game of the season in the Premier League, they're both in behind. He beats goalkeeper, wonderful touch, gets a penalty, scores it nicely, hit the post and inside as well. That's difficult to save. And then you know, the second one, he makes a run immediately. And that's the thing, as soon as Gondo one and KDB collect the ball, he's off, like he's not waiting, he's on his bike, he's out of here. You have to catch him if you can. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. as soon as he's on their bike, his bike, at this point, their only job is pass through the lines. Let's see. Let's, we'll find him. That's it. KDB's got the uh, quality to do it. In fact, pretty much every seating player has the ability to do it. Edison has the ability to do it as well. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, right. it, it, at this point, honestly, his job is just running behind and I'll find you and I'll mm-hmm. score. And he did it perfectly well. So, yeah, man, waiting for... Listen, uh, I, don't, I don't pray for injuries, but... That's the only thing saving us <laughs> this season. Because you see our man's rapid, the little muscle injuries here and there, little oh. two weeks here, three weeks there. <laughs> Listen, I'd, I'd, that's all we've got right now. That's all we're clinging on to right now. Because otherwise, it's peak. It's peak. Yeah, well, that link up with KDB, it's, it's going to be a problem. I mean, there was a, there was a brief um, cameo from, from Julian Alvarez. What, what, did, what, did you, what did you make of his performance? Uh, I like that boy, man. Again, Again, another guy that I shouted out in one of my group chats and got somewhere else. Man, I, I actually hate football at this point. Like, I, I need to just, I need to just stick to just I don't know, golf or some BS. Cause, bro, the comps I was seeing Man United fans make on this guy, I was like, the deal must be oh, done. Bro. And I said, then I heard he went City. I was like, have they got the wrong Manchester? I was like, yo, what's it's going it's, on? In November, in November, Man United were in talks with him and his agent because his agent said that he wants to come to the Premier League. He knows his sort he's wanted, but you know, he also wants to go a place where he'll start games and he mm. knows that he can be part of a, like a, you know, if, if, even if you're not really good right now, he's someone that's ambitious, isn't it? If he can help May United go to the top, or he can go to a club where he can develop more, but he know he get game time and get chances, let him do his thing. Let me tell you, let me tell you, yeah, why this, this burns me. What burns me is not the fact that City got him, that's one thing. Man United said no to him in December. For who? 
For who? For what? For for Marcel, who was out on loan. Marcel, Marcel, who else? <laughs> no, they said no because they said that Rannick, because he's interim, he shouldn't be. He, they're not going to sign players for him. I'm like, he's trying to give the next manager players to work with. What? What are you actually? What is going on here? Like the guy is so good, you can see it. Compilations are one thing. Yes, little videos can make anyone look good. But I think all of us sitting here and anyone that's watched him could tell that there was something special about this boy. And now you've given him to the hands of Pep Guardiola and Man City. Congratulations. Well done. You deserve everything you get. So, yeah, honestly, this is it keeps happening. So, you know, we've gone from Julian Alvarez and Cesco to Marco Arnautovic. So, yeah, you know, but, you know, he was, he's good. And wait, wait for him as well. Once, once he starts getting his starts, he'll get his goals as well. He is a really, really, really good player. Really good player. So watch out for him. Because, I mean, you guys saw in the Community Shield, it wasn't, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, it wasn't the cleanest of goals, but he's a, he's a troublemaker. Mm. He's got that yeah. He's got that intensity to him that I like as well. I think he's an upgrade on yeah. Jesus. I do like Jesus, but I think for what City need, I think for what Arsenal need, Jesus is probably better because you want a nine who's going to kind of do a bit of everything. But for City, mm. looking for someone who can just have impact here and there, especially for this first season. He, yeah, he's he's one I'm, I'm I'm worried about still. I can't even lie. Yeah, I agree. Not a bad way to end the podcast. I keep calling it podcast. It's a YouTube video, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, this shows how tired I am. Um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for for, for joining us as well. Make sure you smack uh, like and subscribe to the channel. But of course, we need to thank our guest. So for Alpha, thank you for joining. Uh, where can they find you, sir? Um, at Alpha Barry One underscore and everything Twitter, Instagram, not Facebook because I'm not Uncle, but nah, Jack. Uh, but yeah, but nah, just just Instagram and Twitter, Instagram and Twitter, man. Yeah, love, love having me on, man. Appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Ish, where can I find you, sir? Uh, first of all, just yeah, thanks for having me back on again. Good to get to be back on. Good to chop it up with you. Courage, I know it's a stressful one for you, bro, but <laughs> it's gonna be more of that this season. Let me just say that now. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm on I'm on the socials, uh the equalizer underscore underscore Twitter, Instagram, a couple of nice captions and that, and then uh what's the other one? TikTok as well. So yeah, I'm I'm about, I'm about, I'm about. But yeah, pick up pick up you guys for having me on. Enjoyed that. And Kojo, finally, where can they find us? Uh, so on here on YouTube, it's now the match report on YouTube. So the match report. Um, other than that, all your audios and your socials still the three midfield podcast or three midfield as a total, including your TikToks, your Twitches, your Instagrams, and your Twitters. Uh, your audios will be your SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. So yeah, three midfield and YouTube, the match report. This has been another episode of the match report. Good night.